Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Voice of Veritas podcast, where we dig into the truth in information. My name is Zoe Sands and joining me today is Jasmine Sagu, Head of Technology Sales in EMEA. Hello, Jasmine. Hey, Zoe. So uh, we're going to be talking today about GDPR, an inevitable consequence of Gen Z. So we're living in this digital era. Businesses are changing their models. They're creating business from uh, data. There's a huge amount of uh, digital transformation. There's people that are freely sharing their um, information where businesses are creating these uh, digital footprints of people and collecting and sharing that data. And obviously there are some consequences of that and particular generations that are fueling this. And as the title suggests from the podcast, um, Gen Z may be one of those that are um, the major culprits of this. So for our listeners, can you explain who the Generation Z is? Yes, Zoe. So I think that's an interesting question. In order to really understand who the Gen Z are, I think it's important to bring that into context. A lot of our listeners are probably familiar with the word millennials and who the millennials are. So if you are or not, let me try and remind you who the millennials are. So the millennials are, you know, this, I would say, cohort of individuals who probably reached adulthood, you know, between 1995 and 2000. So they were born at in an era where we didn't they didn't have internet when they were born, but they were born as they grew up. The internet evolved, and they lived through this internet age. Now, on the other hand, when we talk about the Gen Z, they were born in an era where there was the internet. The internet was already there. So as they were growing up, their parents would hand them out a tablet, or they would work with a, you know, an iPhone. So I would also call them the I generation. So they have, in fact, from a very young age, always been online, and. If you really want to know who the Gen Z now are, they are individuals who probably are today in probably their early or mid-twenties. And they are, you know, multitaskers. They are online users. They are these individuals who really enjoy looking at, you know, interactive 3D, 4D videos. And that's how the interaction works. They're extremely entrepreneurial. So, you know, they like to invent business ideas, you know, develop business, uh, different business models. And one thing about the Gen Z is that they're very self-aware now. And because they're so self-aware and born in, I would say, born social, that's what I would say there. From the right from the beginning, they're born social. And their perspective is not just within themselves, but they have a global outlook. So when we talk about Gen Z, we're talking about this new generation of you know individuals who are multitaskers, very self-aware and you know, they operate on a global level. So why are um, the Generation Z relevant? So the, the reason the Gen Z are relevant, now, as I said earlier, they are these users who are on always or constantly online. And what's happening is in the, in the world of the enterprise, in the world of the business, what we are seeing is that organizations want to do business and interact with this new user. It's the new customer. This new customer has the currency that businesses want to deal with. Now, in order for businesses to deal or interact with this new user, what you see is, uh, you know, businesses developing new business models. And these m business models that are being developed are very data-driven models. Now, in order to drive these data-driven models and to understand how these models would work and how they would interact with the Gen Z, 
what organizations are doing is they are moving lots of their workloads and data workloads out in the cloud. Now, why to the cloud? The perception is that in the cloud, it's cheaper to run and organize and go through you know, the analytics required uh, on these workloads. That's one reason. But the other reason is that the cloud today is offering all this tooling, I would say, you know, additional technology tooling readily. So what organizations are doing is moving all this data to the cloud in or- and driving new business models simply to interact and work and entice the Gen Z. So they're extremely relevant in today's age. So what I gather from that is that these new users are creating businesses to develop new businesses, new business models, new opportunities uh, for them. But as they're collecting this data, there's going to be some implication with uh, data privacy and data regulation. So what is the link between Gen Z and GDPR? Right, so I'm, gr- I'm so glad you made that connection so quickly. So what happens is, you know, if you look at the profile which I described earlier about the Gen Z, the, this, the Gen Z, you know, are online, they interact. Now, but one, one thing I think is important to understand around the Gen Z is they understand fully the value of data exchange, right? So they know that if they register on a website or if they interact with a web- website, or, you know, whether they swipe left, swipe right, whether they, you know, tick, give three stars, ratings, and so on. All that data that they're interacting with on these websites is being collected and harvested by organizations. So they understand the value of data exchange. Now, because they are the Gen Z, they have an expectation. And as Gen Z, they're very expectant. So they expect or, or feel that these organizations that they're interacting with are you know, I would say being compliant or behaving themselves and looking after their data. So that's their expectation. But what's happened suddenly is that every time a Gen Z interacts with a brand new website or with an application on their mobile phone, what they're doing is leaving digital traces behind, digital traces of where they've connected from. So their IP addresses, you know, the organizations also know the type of devices they're connecting from. And maybe possibly their GPS location. Now, if you piece these pieces of digital traces together, which I call digital footprints, and sequence them, what you can stitch them together and what you can do is build a profile of that individual. Now, in in a world that we live in with regulation constantly increasing and GDPR, and GDPR really is focused a lot on personal information. Now, as these Gen Zs leave these footprints on these websites and all on these digital web online applications, organizations who are collecting this information without realizing are building a picture of these individuals. And when they build a picture which is complete enough to identify these individuals, they are actually in a situation where they need to start complying strongly with GDPR. So all of a sudden, organizations have been focusing on developing new business models, but without realizing it, they're now in a situation where they have to start complying with GDPR without having to plan for it. So that's why, you know, it's really important to understand the link between GDPR and the Gen Z. So with all this free data that is circulating around, that people are creating the data themselves, they're, they're sharing this data freely, there is 
impact. There's impact from an individual perspective, um, which we'll come on to in a moment, but also from an organisational impact for those that collect, store and use this data. What advice can you give to companies in order to be compliant with the Gen Z and how freely they're sharing information? Okay, so I think that's a good point that you raised around, you know, what organizations can do. Now, the important thing here to understand is that when you are looking at the Gen Z as, as a cohort of individuals, you know, they have an expectation and their expectation is that the organizations they're dealing with will respect the rules and laws and will not abuse their personal information in any way or form. If they do, the Gen Z are, you know, also a cohort of individuals who, for them, you know, trust is very, very important. And if you break that trust, organizations as a brand will lose them very quickly as a customer. So brand you know, organizations who have an online brand and online presence, they have to be careful. Now, you may have seen in the recent media where, you know, there has been instances where organizations have probably slipped a little bit and personal information has leaked and it has impacted the share price of these organizations massively. So these organizations need to be well prepared to understand how they can deal with this situation that probably they were not planning for, but it's suddenly come across and, and they have a situ- they're in a situation where they have to now comply with this new regulation. And the impact of not complying is you know, loss of brand, loss of customers, but also huge fines, financial fines. And I'm sure the audience who are listening understand what, you know, are aware of what the fines can be around GDPR. Now, what they can do is try and be compliant. Now, the way you can drive compliance is by understanding the size of the problem. You can't have a solution without understanding what the problem is. So at Veritas, you know, we have a number of solutions that help customers drive towards compliance. Now, the first thing I would say is in order to understand what the solution is, you need to understand the size of the problem or what the problem is. So at Veritas, what we have is we have a number of tools and solutions that allow organizations to go and understand what data they have, where is this data, who owns this data, how, how you know, old is this data, and what kind of data this is. So once you know the location of your data, you know, the type of your data, then you can st- what you can start doing is forensically trying, you can try and investigate m- further details around this data. For example, where does that data reside? Is it in the cloud or is it on-premise? Is it personal data? So... I think a question they to ask is how does technology know about this personal data? So within our solution set at Veritas, we have uh, you know, policies defined that can identify personal information and so on. So once we go and track and demonstrate that you know, this is the size of the problem by really understanding with, you know, what the data is and what it is, then we can apply the right policies to ensure that organizations are, you know, creating the policies that are, you know, making sure that they're adherent or compliant to GDPR. So this could be, you know, making sure that we erase the information or delete the data that we don't need, you know, in the enterprise. It could mean that we go and protect certain pieces of data. So there are various ways of going and, you know, understanding your data. Now, at Veritas, we call this approach 360 data management. And what I would advise listeners to do go is go to our website, you know, type in GDPR, 
and have a look at what the various solutions we have for driving compliance. So that's great. Um, and thank you for the, the little uh, prompt for people to go to our website and have a look at uh, the GDPR page. Um, it is veritas.com forward slash GDPR. So we've given some advice for organisations. Have you got any um, advice for Gen Z who are freely sharing their information, what they probably need to be mindful of uh, while they round the web and what information they are sharing? So, you know, here, here is a, a very good question, and I think the context of, of the question is what advice I would give the Gen Z. What I would say is probably the Gen Z are probably two or three steps ahead of, of any advice I can give them already. So I, I constantly interact with a number of Gen Zs that I have, you know, uh, around the workplace and, you know, around my social settings. And what they tell me is that they receive, or so all of a sudden in the last, I would say, three or four weeks, you know, a huge uh, volume of emails from organizations uh, asking them whether, you know, they have pieces of data and they want to opt in or opt out. And they were surprised at the number of organizations and enterprises that had their data. And the advice they're giving me, in fact, is if you don't recognize the organization's name or feel that you've never done work with them, make sure that you opt out. So they have to t those organizations have to take steps to remove your personal data from their databases. So unless you're doing business with them, unless you feel that you will do future business with them, please go and opt out and make sure that they don't have your personal data stored in their systems. I think that's um, good advice. If you don't know an organization, you don't necessarily need to have your data shared with them, so opt out. Or if you are opting in, make sure you look at the terms and conditions and understand what data they are collecting and what profiles they are creating of you. It may be that they are tracking you on a digital footprint with cookies, but it's important that you understand that. So um, final question for you, Jasmine, is what do you see the future is for data compliance? Well, so the the future of data compliance. So that's that's a tough one because it's it's probably all around you know me pr providing predictions around how we're going to deal with compliance in the future. Look, Zoe. So all I can say to you is, you know, there will never be you know a silver bullet to compliance. There's never going to be an instance where, you know, you press on that red button and suddenly you know compliance is taken care of. You know, I think the secret of compliance around data is the ability to understand that data. What will happen in the future, I'm sure, as you can see, we have the emergence of artificial intelligence. You will see very quickly that art artificial intelligence will play a key, key role towards driving compliance. And the role of artificial intelligence will be to be able to automate and understand data for us. And once they can automate and understand data for us, it can then start making decisions on our behalf. So this is, you know, I would say is, is the future of compliance is where AI will play a significant role in automating compliance for us, making the decisions for us. But artificial intelligence can only do that if it has the ability to understanding the information. So the key behind everything is understanding your information. Uh, I love that point. I think that's a, a great point to finish off. 
this interesting podcast on uh, Generation Z and GDPR that there is no real silver bullet to digital compliance and that you need to understand your data and also implement tools that are going to help you to automate the processes and to understand that data and so that you can get the best out of it. So thank you, Jasmine, for taking the time and sharing your experience with us today. Delighted to be here. And thank you for everyone that's been listening to us today. We hope you found this podcast useful. Stay tuned for more coming soon.